The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on the notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a terrific way to support Going In Raw. It is the second to last day of the month. And uh, that means after, if you get your uh, $20 a month pledges in, uh, I should be getting those uh, friendo care packages. I still, I'm, I'm like today, I'm going to bust out uh, the patron care package from last month. And then in a couple of days, like sometimes they come out really, really quick. Yeah. And then sometimes they come out like a month later. Yeah. So uh, this this month was sort of hampered by the Vegas trip. But uh, we're back from that. And uh, I'll be getting the, the, the Friendo Care packages out and about. Uh, Nate Morris. You're sweating about it? <laughs> Nate Morris, uh, chat trivia uh, winner, kept on asking about his uh, chat trivia prize. And I forgot I had like a bunch of stuff that I had to just literally dump in the mailbox. That is out. Out. That is out. Out. So there's that. Uh, no, I just have shine right here. Where's your... Uh, yeah, soften these lights up. My goodness gracious. Where's your, uh, where's your powder for your shine? Ah, uh, you know, the powder for the shine, I don't know, it went away, it wasn't, didn't really stopped it, because then he's got like a big splotch right here, I don't know how to apply makeup properly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you there, that's so, why I never bothered. Yeah, I know. So anyways, uh, shine. we've got no powder for your shine? Nope, no one can control my shine, Steve. <laughs> I love your shine, man. Thank you. All right, so we have some uh, new patrons. Uh, over the past couple days, what is today? Thursday. It is Thursday. This week, it just feels like everything's blending together. I know because that twelve-hour trip really—I think that twelve-hour trip took a couple of years off our life. Man. I think so. It really sapped a, a lot of enthusiasm for a lot of stuff. I know. I know. Uh, so, anyways, uh, we got some new patrons here. I'm going to give them some shout-outs. Yes, please. Uh, Fox 005. I wanted to give another shout-out to because that's Buff Daddy. That's Matthew. Oh, cool. And he sent a very lovely uh, message on Patreon uh, that really brightened my day uh, yesterday. So a shout out to Buff Daddy, a.k.a. Matthew, yeah. uh, for, for saying those nice words. It always, it's always nice to hear from you guys. Uh, let's see here. We also have Anthony Cochran, Ejeko, uh, and uh, Jay Newton. Thank you. want to say thanks to all Thank of you, you all. out there. Um, oh no, Wang Chaco gave a super chat, said it's the non-news intro, Mark, and I missed the live show due to meetings, Oh, but bummer. just got paid, so here's a little extra. I know you read this after the show, so I hope it was great. Eh, wrong, Wang. We're reading it right now. Yeah, we read it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that should be good. Uh, so anyways, yeah, good stuff. NXT TakeOver uh, 25. 25, yeah. 25 is on the horizon this kind of feels like a bit of a thrown together takeover. I mean, originally it was going to be, so obviously it's not like, 
it's not uh, the you know the night prior or two nights prior to a big pay per view. No, no, or any I mean, pay per view. Initially, it was going to be next weekend in San Jose, right? Because uh, Super Showdown is next Friday. Mm-hmm. Triple H is going to be halfway around the world. Can't really do a takeover the following day because so when you do rescheduled when you have uh, a pay per view event that is expected to be as large or bigger than comparable comparable to WrestleMania. WrestleMania. All hands on deck. Exactly. They need everybody there. Yeah. So. So instead, uh, they schedule takeover a week earlier um, in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Takeover 25 going down Saturday. We would not be doing a live stream. Both our wives are out of town. Yeah, man. So. We got daddy daycares going yeah. on. Yep. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, this kind of feels so. I'm. I still think that there's the possibility that major things will happen. We'll talk about uh-huh. that in a second. Yeah, yeah, we'll do our predictions later. Uh, but, yeah, this just kind of feels like, oh, crap, we had to change the date and the venue. we are got to be on the East Coast for travel reasons, I guess. Yeah, so, my, my quick, guess. Yeah, where, where can we book on the on – the, what are we going to even call it? Was an hour away from the home office. <laughs> exactly. Bridgeport, perfect. Let's do that. Uh, I hope somebody on the media call. Asked about that. Is this is this like a real takeover or just sort of like a you know like a fakey fakey yeah, takeover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takeover twenty. Like even the logo is so underwhelming. It feels Everything really about it just put together last minute. Underwhelming. Like Tyler Breeze is on it. Apparently Tyler Breeze is part of the NXT roster yeah. now. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, look, anything to give him more opportunity because he wasn't getting any on the main roster. I'd rather be like a killer wrestler on NXT than a killer wrestler who can't do killer wrestling things on main roster. Yeah, a killer wrestler who doesn't get on TV at all. Who doesn't get to kill wrestling. Roster. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go over our predictions in just a moment uh, yeah. after our recap of that. Also, this week, I thought that the MVP of this week of network shows. Oh, it was Jack Gallagher, man. Oh, my God. Where has the whole time? We saw once in the, the Cruiserweight tournament after... Enzo was stripped. Yeah. And we saw this a little bit in his match in the second United Kingdom tournament. Mm-hmm. But for two consecutive shows, he put on killer matches. These were takeover level G1 why hasn't level. Why has he been allowed to do this the whole time? Or why hasn't he been given the opportunity to do this? Because it seems like now he's free from being, uh, he's not uh, ultra baby face like he was initially. Mm-hmm. Where it seemed like he had to wrestle pretty much strictly. Uh, like the old school British style, yeah. which is entertaining. Yeah. But as we can see now, there's a lot more he can do. Yeah. And then when he was heel, he was supposed to be cruel, Jack Gallagher. But yet, what he really wasn't—he wasn't—he was far less aggressive than he was last night. When he's neither—he's like a tweener now. He's just yeah. a dude. Yeah. He's just a guy. He's now. just a dude. Yeah. And it seems like he's free to do whatever he wants in the ring. Yeah. And we finally get to see how good he is. Yeah. Uh, when when you're released from the confine, I mean, let's face it. At this point, like. When you're, I think when you're released from the confines of cheesy stories, mm-hmm. like and cheesy gimmicks, mm-hmm. then you can do a hell of a lot more. Like NXT UK, dude, you put Cassius Ono in there with anybody, and and just let them go. Yep, you're gonna get a good match. You put yep. them in there with Jack Gallagher, who we know can put on a fantastic match. And oh my god, like oh that match was terrific. And then. You know, you got. I, I really like this this element. It's a very simplistic story with him and Humberto Carrillo. Yeah, yeah. He says, you know, I, we got. I got this nagging feeling, or I got this nagging, you know, uh, thing going on that I we never finished our business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd like to finish it tonight. Oh, the story they told in that match was great. Holy, holy, that match was long and awesome. Yep. 
Holy moly. Both the matches, or the first match and the, mm-hmm. the main event were both really good. Yeah. Mike Canales has been putting on a hell of a lot of really good matches. Man, holy crap. It'd be great in three weeks when he gets to go somewhere else and apply his trade on a larger stage. You know, if if they, I, I, I agree. I would love to see him. I know Ring of Honor seems like a good fit because of his history there. But God, who's he going to fight over there, man? Who's Matt he going to fight? Taven. Stop, stop with that now. Like, if Cobb sticks around, then cool, right? Because Cobb is good. I don't want Cobb to stick around. They need an influx of, like, good people. And they need to get that title well, it's off funny Taven. you say, you, say you, you don't want Cobb to stick around, yet they need an influx of good people. They need, like, a mass influx. Well, I mean, they can't if deal with it. If there's an exodus before the influx, then it's, it's a wash, isn't it? it is. It's a net neutral. I don't know. I, don't, I can't explain it, man. I don't know. I, I think what you're trying to say is you like Cobb. You want him to move on to greener pastures. However, Ring of Honor still needs an influx of talent. This is what I mean. I see far more likely Cobb leaving for greener pastures than an influx of new talent that I that I can then see Cobb get mixed up with. Because I don't right. see that happening. Yeah, probably not. It's probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. So that's my point about that. Uh, so let's get right into it. Yeah, let's get right into it. NXT kicked off with uh, Mia Yim versus Bianca Belair. Of course, this is a rematch from a match that happened a couple weeks back where uh, Bianca utilized her braid mm-hmm. to help secure the win. These two got really good chemistry. Really good chemistry. They do. They, they match up very well, yes. and their personalities in ring yes. match up very, very yes. well. The chemistry between these two is excellent, and so the matches have been very, very good. Um, towards the end, Mia Yim hits eat defeat. Belair uh, ate it and then rolled to the outside. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, oh, man, that was Mia Yim's finish. That's, yeah, I know. That's it. And then Belair starts to walk up the ramp. Mia gives chase. Um, and then Belair hits her uh, chicken wing face buster type move on the apron. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Mia just barely beats the 10 count. Mm-hmm. And then the finish saw Mia Yim escape a powerbomb attempt from Bianca Belair. She grabs Bianca Belair's braid like a scorpion. Get over here. Get over here. Hit protect your neck mm-hmm. for the clean win. For the clean win. Were you surprised by this? Yeah, it's the first time Belair's been pinned in NXT. Yeah, I was surprised by this, but I was, I'll was i put it this way. I was delightfully surprised yes, by it yes. because Mia M is terrific. Yeah, she's really good, and this feud has been really good. It has been. It has been. So, and, uh, and if this leads to more uh, between the two of them, then I'm all for then, it. Hey, thumbs up on that one. Absolutely. I yes. agree. Great match. Next, we had a uh, Velveteen Dream Tyler Breeze video package. Wow. This was like a John Moxley, Talk is Jericho-esque shoot interview. With, with Velveteen Dream. Dream, yeah. Like, he, basically, he was saying, uh, Vince is crap. That's why you're back here in NXT. Mm-hmm. Because you were hot stuff here. Couldn't come he, main. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm back. joking about that, basically. But he basically did say that he couldn't hack the spotlight. On the main he, roster, he was yeah. in a bunch of silly comedy stuff, and then he came back to yeah. NXT. Yeah. Um, but th- I think that's going to be a killer match. And yeah. you know, apparently even Triple H said that could be a, a show stealer in his yes. conference call. Yes. Next. Gonna... Yeah, more, more dad. Oh, I was going to say, which we're going to talk about more on the yeah, new yeah, show new tomorrow. Show, yeah. Uh, next we had a Shayna Baszler, Marina Shafir and Justin Duke interview after a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, this pretty much saying, uh, EO's got no friends. I will have my friends advantage Shayna. Now get out of here. I kind of feel like Shayna wants to yawn during a lot of this. I, I feel know. like she's yawning a lot. She's already really done. She's got senioritis, but she's still champion. I think she's going to be there for a little while I feel longer. Like, that as well. like there's no need. I, I don't like not for any particular reason. Like she's complete. She was she was main roster ready like a year ago. Yeah, but just just the way the stories are shaping up outside of her feud with EO. 
it feels like she's going to be around for a little bit longer. Yeah. Unless they really build up Candace. Like, that might be a thing. But she's like sidekick to EO at TakeOver. Yeah, I know. But that could translate to, like, Candace just beat, like, two people. Like, what, those scrubs? Yeah. Aaliyah and what's-her-face? Yeah. The Vision. But, but uh, Not the robot. We, we have Mia Yim saying she wants Shayna. Bianca yeah. Belair is still in the mix. Yeah. Uh, Candace says she wants Shayna. Depending on what happens at TakeOver, we still have EO in the mix. That's four, four contenders right there. Yeah, I know. So there's five women all have legit cases to contend for that woman's title. So yeah. it could be something at the next takeover. And none of them are terribly obvious. No. None of them are terribly obvious. I think just in my heart of hearts, I'm like, oh. All of that bit with EO. I never, I didn't watch last week's interview or uh, episode. Um, but that bit with EO where she comes to the ring with the kendo stick. Man. Oh, I saw that bit. I that saw was that great. bit. That was awesome. That Boy. Was awesome. She looked like a comic book character. Man. That was awesome. She's coming in swinging for the fences with that kendo stick. Oh, yeah. Uh, after that, we had a really good match between Kushida and Drew Gulak. Gulak. I always want to say Gulak. You always say that's awesome. Gulak, um, which was fantastic. Great technical match. Mm -hmm. Two technical wizards in the ring, and it was spectacular. Yeah, I was really surprised that this was, until I saw the very end, I saw that I was like, why is Kushida already in the mid card here? This should be a main event level match because Drew Gulak's great. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then I saw how, like, the Undisputed Era stood tall at the end. Because then, like, when the main event actually happened, it was Lurkin and Birch versus Forget Me Not, the Forgotten yeah, Sons. Do one, two others. Yeah. Uh, and then, and I was like, why are they in the main event? Well, then it played out and made more sense. Yeah. Turned into a big scrub. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is a really fun match. Kushida versus Drew Gulak. Uh, but Kushida got the win with the roll-up. So, hopefully, we'll see yeah, yeah, more yeah, of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. That'd be I good. Think so. A lot of great uh, submission moves, counters to submissions. Gulak moves. should really be in NXT anyway. Yeah, I know. Did they re they referenced him? Didn't they reference him uh, on two hundred five? Yeah, when they were because they, they were saying that he's just sitting at home Instagramming stuff. Yeah, because that's the reference. Yeah. Instagram up, yeah, yeah. But like, no, he's been in NXT, putting on good. Yeah, that's where he should be. Yeah, exactly. That's where he should be. Um, after that, we had a, a, a EO Shirai interview where she's talking about how uh, Shayna will have backup. She has none, and then Candace mm -hmm. walks in and says, "I got your back at Takeover." <laughs> and then and EO, EO goes, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> And there was, there was a really awkward side hug, kind of. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Candace. <laughs> I know. Oh, thanks. Oh, oh, thanks. I've got a kendo stick. I don't really need you. Yeah, it was super dismissive. But that's cool, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. After that, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Bebe, video package. Mm -hmm. Just giving you a hint who's going to win. No. Did you? No. no. <laughs> Lowest I, confidence points on that match. Uh, for me. Yeah, you're pro. Hold on a second. You're pro. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is my second lowest. What about what, what, on the tag team match? How many confidence points you got on that? Middle of the road, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're right about all that. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. I, I might know. go with Cole. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I have an idea. I kind of have an idea. I have an idea, but we'll see. Who won see. the uh, tag match last week? Or the match that was it was Gargano and Riddle taking on Adam Cole and Roger Strong. Yeah, I really should have watched before making at least read, <laughs> recaps. Busy week. Uh, main event, as you mentioned, was Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch taking on the Forgotten Sons. Um, at one point, Jackson Riker distracts the Oni Lorcan, and then uh, ref throws him out. Mm -hmm. He was pretty quick to kick him out of the ring. 
Oh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly defeated. I don't oh. want to take your dumb survey. Defeated Johnny Gargano. Gotcha, and Martin, gotcha, Matt gotcha, gotcha. I mean, I'm assuming. Oh, what else happened? Man, this is a stack. This is a packed ass episode. episode. Mansoor got another win over Sean Maluda. Uh, Matt Riddle attacked Undisputed Era from the crowd. What's his face? Regal had an announcement. Tyler Breeze came back with his weird haircut. Candice LeRae defeated. See, Candice LeRae. Yeah, that's a good. That's Rain. a good win for her. I love Raina Gonzalez. Yeah, she's good. I might have to go back and watch that. She's great. She's like Stan Hansen, but like a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly defeated Mac. I'm assuming there was like all sorts of yeah. all yeah, all four members, blah blah blah. Yeah, so interesting. At some point, we'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Jackson Rikers kicked out of the ringside area. Um, as he's walking up the ramp, he is attacked up there by the Street Profits. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was awesome. great. That was really good. Street Profits hit the ring. Brawl breaks out between the two teams in the actual match and Street Profits. Ref tosses the match. Uh, Forgotten Sons are tossed from the ring. They come back in with chairs. They lay everyone out. Yeah. And then Undisputed Era, come, they come out to the ramp. They lay out Jackson Riker again as he's about to make <laughs> his way down the ring. They go down the ring. They brawl with the Forgotten Sons, uh, lay him out. Adam Cole, Cole pulls Adam Cold uh, cool. pulls a ladder from under the ring, takes up to the ramp. Undisputed Era slams slams on Riker a couple times, and then they set up the ladder. Adam Cole drops a promo from the top of the ladder. Yeah, forget me not. Do unto others. Do unto forget me. Don't forget. So me. Undisputed Era stood tall to end the show. Yeah. So let's do predictions now. All right. All right. You excited about this? First match, ladder match, tag team championships, Undisputed Era versus <sighs> O'Neill Lorcan, Danny Birch versus Forgotten Sons versus Street Profits. I'm all in the Street Profits, man. Six. Okay. Five. Five. You've got five confidence points? No, on? there's five matches. Oh, five, five is five the maximum matches. number. Five. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I got Street Prof- Profits winning this match. They really should have beat War Raiders, Viking Raiders, Viking Experience for those belts a couple weeks back on NXT TV. Uh, the pop they've gotten of late when they've been on the verge of winning those titles. I think that was NX, that was Triple H dipping his toe in the water, trying to see if uh, the crowd would be responsive to Street Profits Tag Team Champions. It's happening here. Street Profits win three confidence points. Okay. Uh, everything you just said makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm only going to put one confidence point oh, wow. on this. It's probably a bad move. But so I have an idea. All right. There's this whole Roderick Strong thing happening. Uh-huh. I think Roderick Strong is the guy most likely to lose. I don't think they're going to job out Matt Riddle two takeovers no. in a row. No. So, however. It wouldn't surprise me if Undisputed Era won the belts that are on the line. Maybe. Adam Cole and which would add a further some more division between the Undisputed Era and Roderick Strong because I that, that that shit ain't done. Mm-mm. That's not done. So, with that in mind, <coughs> what do I care? Nobody's going to remember this Undisputed Era with one confidence point. All right, fair enough. 
I'm going to go all in on the undisputed wow, era this time, but are. I'm going to give him a very small amount of confidence points. All right, fair enough. Uh, next match for the North American title, Velveteen Dream taking on Tyler Breeze. We both have the dream going over here. I have all my confidence points. I have four. But it could easily be five, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the, this match, the next match, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong, those are the most, those are the locks as far as I'm concerned. Really? And then I, I don't believe for a second that Shane is going to lose. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, it could be five, five, and five here. Really? I think the, this is like a, all three of these are uh, locks. I think, I think there's a chance, a chance that EO could win. But in the end, I agree. Shane, I only have two confidence points. You have three. The thing is, all those people that you just mentioned with the maybe possibility Bianca, Bianca Belair, which we've already seen, everybody you just mentioned, they're all faces. They're at the, mm-hmm. So it's like if EO wins. Yeah, then she has she only has one option to feud with, and that's Bianca because she's kind of a tweener now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. That's why it makes all the sense in the world for Shane to win. Uh, and that, I guess that's main event time now. Gargano versus... Adam Cole, I still don't know how I'm really going to go on this one. So, um, yeah, just to clarify, sorry, we sort of skipped over it. Velveteen Dream, I have five. Matt Riddle, I've got four. You've got five. Yeah. Shayna Baszler, I've got, I've got three. three I've got, got two. two. Okay. So, main event, Gargano versus Cole for the NXT title. Now, if you, if you analyze the math, Adam Cole stood tall atop a ladder, no less. He went even taller. To close the show. Yeah. Math would dictate he's taking the loss. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Or yes. how many title shots can this guy get? Though they're undisputed air, they need something. You think so? They oh. ain't going nowhere anytime soon. No, um, you can have the scenario play out as you describe it, where everybody but Roddy wins their matches, uh, amping up the divisions between everybody. Or with the situation where Adam Cole's the only one that wins his match, and he's like, "Hey, I'm the only one who actually came through." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could also amp up the division. That could that could be the case. Yeah, that could be the case. Or they can have another situation where it's a comedy of errors. Because they're 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 bumbling fools, undisputed era. They don't win any of their matches. Yeah, man, boy, that'd be annoying. That would be annoying. I really don't want to see that. And it's takeover. They, I mean, like at, t- at at the last takeover, when undisputed era came out and got squashed by Johnny Gargano, by Johnny Goldberg, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, it basically made them a non-factor. And, and NXT, they don't like to do too many of those where yeah. it's like, it's one because of, you know, outside interference. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. You've got one confidence point on Cole. I've got two confidence points on Adam Yeah, Cole, I, I really feel like that this could go either way. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. In one sense, I don't. it's weird if they'd give Johnny such a short reign. But as... An underdog babyface, it's always better for him to be chasing. Yeah, totally. 
Absolutely. Um, so and I, I think, I mean, I, I doubt there, I doubt they would do this. They would go this route, but it's like Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole are pretty easily the two top names in NXT. They're both super over and, and yet Adam Cole isn't like massive heel guy. I mean, he's a heel obviously, yeah. but like he's still massively popular. Yeah. They could trade this title a couple times yeah, entirely as possible. long as the story is compelling, which it probably will be. And mm-hmm. as long as the matches are great, mm-hmm. they which can, they have been. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to say that I'm going to say Tyler Breeze with Velveteen Dream is such a placeholder thing. It wouldn't surprise me if Matt Riddle got another shot, but it also wouldn't surprise me if, if, if Undisputed Era then made good because they've said it so many times on their desire to be, on their promise to be draped in gold. Yes. And somehow found a way to get Roderick Strong. If they got all the belts and then zoomed in on Velveteen Dream as their next target yeah. and got that uh, yeah. national, or it was called, North American North title. North American title. For Roderick Strong. So, and I think it might start here at uh, TakeOver 25. 25. What the, so the next one is uh, SummerSlam? Is that right? Yeah, in Toronto, I believe. Okay. All right. Is that where SummerSlam's at? Yeah, I think it's in Toronto. Toronto. Uh, NXT UK show kicked off with an Imperium promo. Is it Imperium or Imperial? Imperium. Okay. Imperium. A name now. So first you had uh, Imperium. Marcel Bartel talk, and the crowd was booing the heck out of him. Oh, man, I love those UK great. crowds. It was those great. great, yeah. And then uh, Fabian Eichner talked, and then mm-hmm. Walter. Mm-hmm. And then he was interrupted by a uh, British strong style. You first, respect Peter Dune. this mat here. No, I said this mat is sacred. Oh, this mat is thank you. This mat is sacred, and that's why now we are called Imperium. Imperium yeah, hear me now. Listen to me later. And then cue Pete Dunne's music. Yeah, he and comes to the ramp, and then the rest of British strong select. style. And they go down the ring. They start brawling, do this goofy thing with the camera. Like the cameraman gets knocked over. Did Solomon Crow come back? That's what it seemed like, yeah. That's what it seemed like. And so the camera got knocked over. Not that they don't have like four other cameras ringside. We've already seen them cut many times. Yeah. To different cameras. But it's like the cameraman falls, camera hits the mat, and so it kind of uh, gets fuzzy, wavy, go to color bars, and does that a couple times. They never, WWE can never pull off what it actually looks like when a camera goes. No. (laughs) Like that never works. No, it never works. Um, It always looks super cheesy. And like they're doing the fake static, and then like you said, the color bars. And I just I, I thought it was going to cut into some hacker guy. Yeah, and of no. course the hacker in NXT is uh, Solomon Crow. Yeah, but didn't it wasn't happen, though. It didn't happen. Uh, so yeah, then we just cut to like a WWE Network com- cheesy commercial, and we come back and it's a Sid Scala interview. He says, "Slimy Sid." In two weeks, Psycho Sid, Imperium versus British Strong Style six man tag match. Two savvy, weeks, savvy skit, savvy Sid skit, skit. Skid, skid scale um, after that we had a uh, squash match Gallus members Mark Coffey and Wolfgang taking on A-Kid and Carlos Romo uh, Gallus made quick work of the, t- of the two younger wrestlers oh yeah yeah. picked up the win after like an insiguri from uh, Mark Coffey and a power slam from Wolfgang and then Wolfgang once again wanted a <clears throat> he's the hothead he's the hothead but he's like barely even on that's the funny Pretty that's great. the joke about it, is that he's I like know. really not that much of a hothead no, they not just really. treat him like he is uh, after that we had a Zaya Brookside interview talking about Rhea oh sorry not Rhea Ripley um Ginny and uh yes and Jazzy, Jazzy yeah um Isla Dawn comes in and says hey if you need a hand with those two I'll help you I'll I'll do it I'll do it <laughs> I'll do it they walk off. Uh, next, Joseph Connors <laughs> promo. Dude, 
What? So what is the deal with Joseph Connors? He's he. I don't know. He's like the most. Uh, he's he's a go getter jobber pretty much at this point. He's like it's. He's like the oddly like it's not even with Cassius Ono. We see Cassius Ono matches, and like they'll give him a couple wins, and then he'll go back and he loses the big one. You know, but he doesn't yeah. really care. He's there to teach everybody how to wrestle. Exactly. Uh, and then Joe Connors, who. I don't think has had a win. In, I haven't even it's seen been a while. him. I haven't even seen him in forever. Uh, he hasn't had a win anytime recently. Nope. But he's doing a promo and he's calling out uh, Ilya Dragunov. 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 Yeah. And he's like, he, he looks pretty intense. <laughs> he seems pretty into it. But, you know, hey, I'm maybe more intense, more into no. it. I want, I want a piece of Ilya. Joe Connors is basically just above. Jack Stars. Jack Stars, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a good idea for him to call out. He'll it's sad. I really like Joe Connors. I think yeah, he looks he's got great. A lot of potential. He's got a ton of charisma. But what is he doing? Doesn't make any sense. Uh I guess the idea is like, well, here's this new co- new guy coming into this company. If I beat him, I'm on the ascent. Yeah, man. Uh, he need Joe You're Connors win, needs though. to fight Jack Stars. Yeah, there you go. Because that's a guaranteed dub. That's fight him like much. five times, like yeah. a guy who pads the stats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The guy that purposely misses shots to get more rebounds. <laughs> uh next. We have a video package about the number one contender deal. Next week, Fatal Four Way, new number one contender. Yeah, who's gonna be in that? Devlin. It's Devlin Banks, Joe Coffey, and uh, the stout guy, Mastiff. Mastiff. Yeah, stout guy. Next, really good match: Cash Zono versus Jack Gallagher. Really starts off technical to start. They're doing all sorts of great stuff. It is terrific. And then uh, and Ono says, "All right, enough." Clocks Jack Gallagher with a punch and busts him open. Oh man. That was great. Yeah, blood everywhere was great. It was great. At one point, Jack, you know, he has some MMA experience. Apparently, uh, Bellator has been trying to recruit him. Um, he has full mount on Cassius. Mm-hmm, he has mm-hmm. he has his back and starts wailing away with forearms and stuff. Ono escapes. Uh, Jack's talking to the ref, and Ono from like basically behind just destroys him with a massive. Boot. Yeah, this match seemed basically like a shoot fight. Yeah, it did. Points, it really did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Ono goes for his rolling elbow. Jack counters with a headbutt to the arm. Mm-hmm. But in the end, Cassius wins after hitting the rolling elbow on Gallagher. However, Gallagher's foot was under the rope. Yeah, ref, controversy. Ref didn't see it. <laughs> and then right as he counts the pin, he counts three. Cassius Ono reaches over, whips the leg out on from under rope, so the ref doesn't even notice that. Yep, that was all good stuff, man. Boy, oh boy, that was a long, hard fought, just yeah. crazy match. Yeah, hats off awesome. to Jack Gallagher for his work this week. It was really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, a quick Piper Niven interview. She talked about Rhea Ripley again. Eventually, I'm guessing they're going to have a match. They've been talking about it for a long enough time. Yeah, I, they're probably waiting for whatever the next. Well, I think Rhea, wasn't she supposed to be hurt? Oh, she was, she? Thought she was hurt. Be. Thought she had a foot injury or something. Mm. Anyways, main event, Nina Samuels versus Tony Storm. I thought Nina Samuels had a really strong showing here. It's probably the best match she's had. Uh, this is a terrific match. It was really good. This is a really good match, yeah. I agree. And they really uh, really booked Tony as kind of the uh, the underdog who took a lot of uh, punishment from uh, Nina, mm-hmm. only to pull out the win at the very end. Mm-hmm. Not to say that Tony didn't get any other offense, and she got plenty of German suplexes and such, but um, there's a couple like that springboard uh, twisting uh, splash that mm-hmm. Nina did over the the top rope, on, you know that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was neat. There's some cool moves in there. I liked all the character work too. Yes, Nina was getting 
frustrated. And I love when she, she like did, she was doing the big bow thing or whatever. She's raising her hand and Tony just kicks her ass out of the room. It was good. And then she does like her own little, uh, somersault thing. It was awesome. It was great. It's a fun match. Uh, on the 205 Live, show kicks off with Jack Gallagher and Humberto Creo backstage, and that's when Gallagher says, I feel like there's some un- unfinished business here. You won the Fatal 4-Way in London. However, never done the one-on-one thing. Yeah. Let's do it tonight, and Humberto yeah. says, it'll be a pleasure to beat you. Oh, man. Both these guys, dude. I know. Man. Uh, but the first match of the show, as I... Nearly vomit on all of your microphone. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, was uh, uh, Brian Kendrick circa a year ago. Yeah, he has goatee back. Mm-hmm. Versus uh, Mike Kanellis. Man, I can't get enough of these Kanellises. The intensity. Like, it's a great juxtaposition because they still have the greatest love theme song. and But he just looks like a... He looks terrifying. He's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, dude, I really hope. I really, really do hope. So their contracts, uh, allegedly... According to PW Insider, and to a degree, Maria Canellis. Yeah, are up shortly. Are up shortly, like mid-June. Um, I really hope they stay, but they say no 205 Live. I love 205 Live. I think it's a great showcase for people, but I think that his talents and her talents really would be best served on either Raw, SmackDown, or even Agreed, NXT. But he's Canellis all last weekend was tweeting pretty much telling people hey you, if you enjoy really good wrestling you should watch 205 live which could be just a matter of him saying hey while i'm here i really enjoy working with these guys on this show you should really pay attention to it i i, I kind of think that that is probably him being as professional as possible maybe to make the best he case he can lubricating his path out of there that could be no it could be it could be the dean thing where dean was like i'm just gonna lay low and chill out so nobody says anything until and then I'm gone and I'm free. Yeah. I mean, that's dude, that's seriously like everybody's looking at this, especially like this Luke Harper thing, and they're probably thinking to themselves, okay, just gonna be a good company guy. Love it here, man. This place wow, is great. This is great. Stellar. Uh, what, new contract? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll sign it. Here, I'll think about it. I'll Hold think on about a second. It. I, I gotta take this call here. Yeah, I'll sign that contract in a second. Oh, I gotta go real quick. Yeah. I think everybody's just putting their heads down until they get to weigh their options. I don't think it's gonna be yeah. like a mass exodus, but I think that the people who think that they have options elsewhere are just going to put their heads down, be I good. I think what we've seen with the club is kind of be the new norm. By all indications, they're, everything we heard, they're out the door. They can't wait to, mm-hmm. to leave. Yeah. But they're not going to make a stink about anything. They're They'll not saying anything. They'll put their down. They'll work. They're, trying to, they're actively kind of dispelling rumors. But like uh, one of them said, you know, don't believe everything you read. Yeah, that's what Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. In the case of, of Canellis, it's like, hey, I'm being an awesome company player. I'm trying to bring eyes to me. Mm-hmm. And I doubt that. I, I think that's probably, hey, fans, look at this. But also, hey, you know, this is what I can bring to your company. A guy who is, yeah, stuck on 205. But, you know, I'm going to be as professional as possible. And I'm going to try to promote what I'm on as much as I can. That's mm-hmm. really, really smart. Mm-hmm. And either they're going to have options elsewhere or, you know, they're going to say, hey, you know, when when the contract comes up, what are you going to do with me and what guarantees can I get that you're going to do that with me? Yeah. So, I mean, I think if if it is true that their contract's going to be up soon, I think that's very cool. And I think no matter what, they're going to find themselves in a, in a position. Yeah. Plump situation. Totally. Totally. Um, match again. Very good. Canales has been putting forth all sorts of great efforts of late. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, things really kicked off in this match when the Brian Kendrick, uh, essentially did a superplex off the ring steps to the floor. Mm-hmm. Ow. Yeah. yeah. That looked like that hurt. Yeah. That was awesome. That was great. 
Uh, Mike found a way to escape a slice bread number two. Uh, Kendrick sinks in Captain's hook. Uh, Mike uh, struggles, and, and Kendrick is rolling through to try to keep Mike in the middle of the ring so he can get the ropes. Eventually, Mike powers Kendrick up to a, like a fireman carry Mishinoku driver type deal. Kendrick does hit slice bread number two, but then Canellas rolls, tries to roll out of the ring. Kendrick brings him in the middle of the ring that gives Kendrick enough, or Canellas enough time. Come, come to enough to kick out. And then the finish saw Canellas hit a super kick, that fireman carry driver, and then a crossroads for the win. Yeah, man. Hell of a performance by Mike Canellas. Yeah. Gumption, and this showing was, that he has the ingredients. This was his first win since his crisis of confidence story. Yes, first like absolute clean win. Clean, yeah, exactly. I yeah, didn't need Maria, nothing like nope. that. Nope. I thought it was I thought it was terrific and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. where they go from here. Maybe I mean maybe he's, maybe they've come to an arrangement. Maybe they're saying, hey, we're gonna win you out of two oh five and either put you in NXT or back on the Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not. I don't yeah, know. No. I don't know. I don't even know I don't know if he's got the most interesting story on two oh five live right now. I think I think he's terrific, and I I would be kind of surprised if WWE would let like it's it's still weird that they're both there. I mean, I would think they they brought him in. I think mainly for Maria. You know, it's kind of surprising that they're still there, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, next, Tony Nice and Drake Maverick backstage. Tony says, "I'm getting Nancy. I'm a fighting champion. I haven't had a match in a while." He's he reminds me of Dirk Diggler. Because his <laughs> like when Dirk Diggler acts, yeah, <laughs> not when he's having sex, when he acts. Because he's he's like good guy, but like just really this really he's like really soft spoken. He's really, but a bit awkward. Oh yeah, a bit awkward. Um, anyways, uh, Kira Tozawa comes in and Tony says, "I invited you to this meeting because, uh, man, you've been on a roll. You're really good, and your performance said, actually remind, that reminds me. Your cadence reminds me more of uh, Johnny Wads. <laughs> your Kira, you're a Kira Tozawa." <laughs> He's really good. Drake Maverick, you can make the mess. It's like it's like a dorkier Baron Corbin. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so Nice says he wants to face Akira Tozawa next. He tells Drake Maverick, hey, can you please make this match? Who, of course, then goes ahead and makes the match because it makes sense, right? No, I'll take it under consideration. Gosh. <laughs> That's so irritating. It really is. Uh, next, we see Arya Davari in the trainer's room. He's got six stitches in his ear due to Oni Lorcan. And Arya says, I'm not done chasing that cruiserweight title, but first, I got beef with Oni Lorcan for putting a hole in my ear or something. Yeah, yeah. That should be a good match. Uh, next, Noam Dar, who I guess is a heel again now. Uh, had Boy, a that's a week-to-week thing. That's a match-to-match thing, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Um, taking on local uh, competitor Mike Karma. This dude was flex. Did you see yeah. him when they cut to him? Because I was cracking up because it's a local competitor and I always do. And he was like sitting there like doing, he was like yeah. flexing. You got to do that, man. Out there, man. He's like, oh, Vince is going to see this beef right here. Yeah. It's like, well, is he Vince, doing the earthquake? Vince doesn't know. He should have been. No, he was just completely. It was like so he was getting tased, maybe. Oh, okay. So <laughs> he was like, like Ugh. he's training you know? like some DDP yoga. You're supposed to engage all your muscles. That could be. Maybe. Not sure. Anyways, didn't matter. No, Amdar beat the crap out of yeah, him. Yeah, one with his finish. And then he did a. A, a promo afterwards or an interview afterwards. Like, Where were they? Were they in Oklahoma? Yeah, in Tulsa still. Yeah. He was talking trash. I just beat this Oklahoma Defty. And then they're like, boo. Kind of, but he wasn't getting a ton of heat, huh? No, it's 205 Live. Everybody's exhausted. Yeah, no, or gone. Uh, after that, we had a Drake Maverick interview. 
but then he sees our truth limping around backstage and chases after him. This was pretty funny. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> after that, we got an Oni Lorcan promo where I don't really remember much of what he said. Uh, he just said that he's going to balance out Ari Davari by giving him six more stitches on the other side of his head. Oh, that's cool. Good for him. More violent between two of them. Main event, spectacular match between Jack Gallagher and Humberto Dalegas. Dalegas. I like that bit where Jack Gallagher did the old thing where he stands up on his shoulders on, on the, upside down. Yeah, on the headstand thing. And, and Humberto was like, okay, I can do that too. Yeah, I know. And then he started doing like leg things. I know. The yeah. whole first part of this match was it was Korea more or less saying, I can hang with you from a technical standpoint, no problem. Yeah. And then Jack got mad. And gets vicious mm-hmm. and starts laying into him with all sorts of strikes. Yeah. It was great. His strikes look great, too. Man. Yeah, man. They, they actually look, look really like good. they're really stiff. Um, eventually, Creo turns the table, starts hitting all sorts of uh, aerial maneuvers. I want to see Gallagher in the best of Super Juniors. That'd be great. Yeah. That would be great. Um, Gallagher hits the top rope belly to black back. Uh, Creo rolls out of the ring. Uh, this was great. They're all fighting on the outside, and Creo, or sorry, Gallagher charges Creo. Creo hip tosses Gallagher into the barricade. Mm-hmm. That was stiff. Yeah. Uh, both of them beat the 10 count back in the ring. Uh, Creo goes for the moonsault. Uh, Gallagher gets his feet up, hits the corner drop kick. Uh, Creo rolls to the outside. Gallagher hits an, uh, a, a nasty looking suicide that dive. That suicide dive was Because it was like awesome. a suicide dive into a fun splash. Yeah. He and it was just mid-air. like sometimes people just sort of phone them in, Seth Rollins. But man, this when you do it like this, when you just launch yourself, oh, it's, it's so beautiful. It's, it's great. Um, finish saw Gallagher uh, lift up Creo for a stalling suplex. Instead, Creo reverses it. Gallagher just gets spiked with a DDT. That uh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. And then Creo hits that uh, corkscrew splash. Not his usual finish uh, for the win. There's all sorts of crazy stuff going on. That uh, was like a springboard. I think called it a springboard Japanese arm grab or uh, oh, arm yeah, drag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crap. Where he seemingly deadlifted yeah. Gallagher off the mat with there his arm. There was stuff that I, I just hadn't seen before yeah, in this man. match. It was really good. Yeah, don't snooze on 205, man, every once in a while. I mean, seemingly on a monthly basis, they have at least one of these matches where it's uh, like, Usually oh the, you count on the main events for 205 Live being at the very least pretty yeah. damn good. Yeah, yeah. Um, afterwards, they shake hands, embrace in the middle of the ring. Seems like beef maybe has been settled. Maybe now they'll be friends. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe we'll get a rematch because I'll be cool with that. Mm-hmm. Totally. Anyways, uh, all three programs pretty good. Solid. Solid, solid shows. Solid. Let's take some questions. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Sure. Let's see here. Uh, Neld at TV says, just finished my paper, friendos. Woo! Greg Morris said, what match a takeover can eclipse the best? Of AEW. So what was the best match? Storytelling, we kind of agree it was Cody. Cody and Dustin. As far as spots, it was the Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers. Okay. I mean, you have to say Gargano, Adam Cole. That's the match with the most backstory going into it. A lot of story there. I think spots could be the tag match. None of them are really known for, like, spots. But, but it's a ladder match. It's a ladder match. Oh, I don't match. know. Uh, Montez Ford can do a pretty crazy spot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's just right. Don't discount that. Yeah. That's going to be good. Uh, Riddle, Riddle, Roderick Strong, just, be just in terms of wrestling, it's going to be, be really good. Killer, yeah. And then even Dream versus uh, Tyler Breeze should be good and too. Then I, dude, I can watch Io Shirai wrestle. Hell yeah, all day man, long. she is so damn smooth. Uh, thank you, Jay Sean Lawrence. Uh, Tom talks rubbish. Says, "What's up, wankers? I'm from England. It's fine." <laughs> <laughs> he also says, uh, "Did you watch the Dream Breeze promo from last week? Not yet." to take a look at that what is that total extreme wrestling 2016 it's some sort of like simulator oh wow they've been doing a lot in discord interesting sometimes discord just gets away from was that lij versus new day seemingly no that's was that suzuki that's suzuki and naito oh okay xavier woods was unhappy at the booking of this match and looked like he was planning to complain he had a change of heart after noticing the intimidating side of minora suzuki cracking his knuckles and glaring i don't know what that's all about but it sounds fascinating that's weird uh, Cody Miles has a name suggestion for the uh, All Elite Wrestling versus WWE game stream. Yeah. AEW X WWE better than or comparable to the show that is better than or comparable to WrestleMania. That sounds good to me. That's a good one. Pretty long. Pretty yeah. good. Let me go over to Patreon, see if there's questions there. Posts. 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 Here we are. Only 18 questions. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Might be able to get through oh, all People are getting burnt out on all this wrestling stuff. There's a lot. Uh, Tim Spulak says, Steve, how's your new best friend? Tim. Boy. Wait, what? He's a real so-and-so, that Tim Spulak. Oh, I know what he's talking he about. Knows, you know what he's talking I know exactly about. I can't tell anybody about. else what, what he's mm-hmm. talking about, though. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sonoru Muzuki says, with TakeOver 25 coming up and with the current faces and heels in the NXT women's division, do you feel it's the right time for Shayna to drop the belt? No, because they're all faces over yeah, they're there. Much all faces, with the exception of Bianca Belair, and she's more or less a tweener at this point. Yeah, there's nobody even like on the horizon. Yeah, it's not like some you know person who's had a, a decent little win streak on the heel side Mm-mm. of things. It's just Shayna, and then Shayna's two minions. Um, Shogun Zodiac was Kushida versus Gulak proof that technical wrestling can be just as exciting as spot fests. Oh yeah, man! Oh we, hell yeah, man! I've known that since Dean Malenko. Yep. 
Uh, also, does Marcel Bartel have one of the best voices in wrestling? Oh, man, his voice he's is He's one of the best in wrestling. Yeah, man, man he's, he's, he's terrific. Spectacular. But he's nothing, nothing to me beats Walter. Listen, this match here is sacred. Sacred, yeah. Listen he to me. I'm hear listening. me now. Right. Hear me now. Why would a priest kill a man? Why would, who is Thomas Aquinas? <laughs> Who are you? I'm going to ask you some questions. And I want them answered immediately. I want you to answer them immediately. Who, Who is, is your, your daddy, daddy and, and what, what does, does he, he do? Ejeko, with the seemingly massive success of the live show in Vegas, was, will you guys consider adding in a laugh track to the podcast? That's a great idea. No. Definitely. No. We really have to talk about that. No, we don't. No? We'll talk about it now. Not going to happen. Oh, no, man. Uh, let's see here. Yadiel Flores, what do you guys think of a best of seven series between Mia Yim and Bianca Belair? That seems a bit excessive. I'd say no, I think that'd be great. Best of five. I think it'd be great. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Wolfpack for life. I haven't watched an episode of NXT in around a year, but because of Tyler Breeze being back, I've watched two straight episodes. If he stays, who should he feud with next? I'll tell you right now who he should feud with next. Johnny Curtis. Put him back that'd in NXT. Yeah, have them really build good. themselves back up. But singles, guys. That'd be good. Tyler Breeze, he needs to... He's already... Uh, so I didn't hear his promo. He did a promo last week, right? Uh-huh. Is he using Tyler Breeze voice or his regular voice? I hope his regular voice. He started using that in WWE. He started to do that. I'm going to ask chat. Please, somebody tell us. Uh, did Tyler Breeze in his promo last week use his Tyler Breeze voice? Or did he just like talk like talk dude? Talk normal voice, yeah. Dude Tyler. Because at this point, I feel like he should just be a dude. Uh, Tom Talks Rubbish. is straight to hell cultaholic collab video. Uh yes that yes we that, each did our own individual we each did our own straight to hells and yeah. Ross put them over wonderfully like yeah. yesterday or during his the podcast yeah that was great they're great guys mm-hmm. if you don't listen to Cultaholic please do <clears throat> or watch them sure yes or watch them yes yeah yeah I'm waiting for chat to catch up with my question Breeze voice according to D minor no, I guess he was back in NXT huh I'm back here now this ring he said this ring is sacred. He was Breeze voice. Now we're going to have like 20 people saying Breeze, breeze voice. Breeze voice, Breeze voice, Breeze voice, Breeze <laughs> voice. Uh, but then Joel says, dude, Tyler. That's all confusing. Oh, man, y'all are confusing me now. Which one is it? Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, what a great question. Today we're going to play Tiger, uh, from Tiger Mask Tim Norris. We're going to play Who Would You Rather Be? Larson, Who Would You Rather Be? Dean Ambrose with Crazy Vince Creative. Or EC3, who Vince doesn't even know exists. Who would I rather be? Who would you rather be? It's got to be Dean, right? Yeah, I guess so. He was on TV a lot. He's probably making really good money. Making a ton of money. Yeah. Poor God. What are they doing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, It's an embarrassment. I'm looking forward to hearing the transcript of that Triple H call. I don't yeah. think there's going to be any real answers there. No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, you want to say, hey, what are they doing with? What are they doing with? What are they doing? What's the deal with? What's, doing, what's the deal with this? What's the deal with EC3? What's the deal with that 24 7 title? <laughs> what's the deal with Mike Nellis? Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, this is good. What a great question from Name Explain, which you can check out on YouTube. It's a wonderful, wonderful yes. channel where he explains the names of things. The etymology. If the entire roster of NXT, NXT UK, or 205 Live 
went to All Eat Wrestling, which roster would you want it to be? The entire roster goes over. So wait, say again? NXT, UK, or 205. The entire roster goes over to All Eat Wrestling. Who would you want it to be? Um, Dalagas. Dalagas. Um, no, NXT, man. Dalagas. At that point, All Elite would be too much. It'd be too much. Too much. It'd be too much. If you put 205 over, there's not really that many guys over there. You still get quality NXT takeovers, and then you get like all those great 205 guys on All Elite Wrestling, and they're out of the doldrums of 205. I'm going to say 205. No, NXT, because I want Adam Cole over there. I want Matt Riddle in All Elite Wrestling. Dream matches galore. We already get dream matches in NXT. Imagine dream matches in NXT talents versus All Elite. NXT, that's the right answer. Next question. We've already had like Adam Cole versus half those guys because of the New Japan Ring of Honor thing. We never got Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega, though. Oh, we were so close, though. I know. Yeah, we were so close. So close. The answer's 205. No, it's, it's NXT. Obviously, Undisputed Era versus Elite. Come on. They couldn't be called Undisputed Era, man. Sure, because like all they just buy is WB. That's what's going to happen in the future, you know. Is that what's going to happen, really? Yeah, Have you seen it? I've seen it. I peered into my oh, crystal ball. Oh, because you watched The Man Who Saw Tomorrow. I did, yes. You watched it all the way to the end. I did. You did not. <laughs> I did not. You fell asleep. <laughs> I did not. Well, Orson Welles has such a wonderful voice. Oh, soothing, yes. Yeah. Napped. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> the Cult of False Realities. Does Tyler Breeze deserve to win a title in WWE, or should he just wait out his contract like Moxley slash Ambrose? I don't know. As long as he's happy, then then it's all good. Yeah, that's the most important thing. He seemed happy doing the fashion file stuff. Yeah, I know. At least he was on TV until Mm -hmm. that wasn't on TV anymore for some reason. That was was strong stuff. That was really funny. Yeah, that was really funny. Apparently, Randy Orton was a huge fan of it. Yep. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Yeah, Ronan C. After listening to Dean's interview, how much more worried are you? So I was already super worried. Uh, but how much more worried are you for future call-ups, especially Undisputed Era and Velveteen Dream? Oh, I mean, they should just not be called up, period. Keep him in NXT. Build up NXT as its own unique brand. I agree with that 100%. I, it's, it's, at this point, it is terrifying. It totally is. It is absolutely terrifying. Completely and totally. Completely and totally. Yeah. I don't want to see him get called up. Yeah. At least not while Vince is in charge. Uh, let's see here. Sorry, I'm scanning news for non-news today. No, that's fine. What do we, do you have anything good yet? Uh, pretty much anything good we're, we're saving for the actual news show. All right. Um, that's a good point though. Pretty Boy Fred says NXT should go to All Elite to be saved from bad call-ups. Yes. So he agrees with you. Yes, he has the right answer. <clears throat> anyway, you look at it, it's the right answer. Mm-mm, 205. Uh, I want to see Umberto Carrillo in All Elite. That'd be, that'd be great, yeah. Ultimo Ninja. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, anyways. I want to say thanks to everybody out there. Appreciate it. Uh, we got He's going to find some for overrun. Yeah, I'll bonus find episode. Something. I'll find some. You can watch our bonus episode. Hit the join button. Join. And then uh, also on the Patreon at $5 a month. Uh, and then you can check it out. Yeah. Thanks so much, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.